We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CBTPFL. It's Thursday. It's March 24th. It's 2022. We have five NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I am joined by Christy Metzger, Creighton 12. What's happening, Christy? Hey, good to see you, Stevie. Um, yeah, just kind of watching some basketball tonight here. There's a lot of interesting games going on. There's a lot of value on the slate, but uh, interested to break down tomorrow's slate, little five-gamer. Yeah, you know, slate seems fine. The Magic are losing. That's important. Um, they they must have listened to the podcast yesterday and heard my rant about them beating um, the Warriors the other night. So uh, I'm proud of them for losing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the slate, the Thursday or Wednesday slate going, I mean, pretty much how I kind of thought. A um, couple pieces not doing as good as I thought. Some pieces doing better than I thought. So um looking like it's going to be a nice little double up night and um you know those are always good so have a couple five 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 for fives live on uh prize pick so that's always good too so uh, let's jump in to uh, 
Thursday slate, like you said, five games. We could kick it off here with Cleveland at Toronto, two fourteen total. The Raptors are a three point favorite on the Cleveland side. Allen, Rondo, Sexton, Wade out on the Toronto side. OG questionable. Uh, Bonga out. Flynn out and Gary Trent Jr. questionable. Uh, what do you like here for Cleveland? Um, for Cleveland, I, I have a ton of interest in, in Darius Garland. You know, he just, I mean, he projects for big minutes each and every night and been playing, you know, just like a superstar all year long. Um, he's still priced really pretty good um, on FanDuel, um, but really on both sides. I just think, you know, he's just a great play. Um, not really that interested in a lot of the other guys, except for maybe GPPs. Um, Levert really hasn't, you know, doesn't really crack 30 minutes. So not a lot of interest there. Um, I think Evan Mobley is a fine GPP play. He's, you know, been producing 1.09 fantasy points per minute and, you know, doing a good job with Allen out. He's certainly priced up a little bit, but I think he's a fine GPP play. Um, you know, Kevin loves kind of more of a boom bust type play for GPPs. And then, you know, Lori Markinen, maybe more of a last piece, um, you know, he can certainly show some upside every now and then. But uh, for me, it's really just Darius, Darius Garland that I have a ton of interest in. Yeah, I mean, Garland, I think, is your ceiling play for sure. Um, I think in large field tournaments, if you wanted to take a, a large field only, Lamar Stevens randomly played 34 minutes the other night. Um you know, he has scored at least 15 actual points in back-to-back games. So maybe yeah. they're going to give him a little bit more run, um, you know, with Wade out, with Allen out. There's some minutes there still. Um, Absolutely. But, I, 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 again, I think that's large field only, and it's only because it's a five-game slate. So Mobley, I think he's a large field tournament play. Marketing, he has these games from time to time where he has monster games. So he's another one that, you could potentially take shots on in large field tournaments. I think Kevin Love, even with Allen out, he's not a guy we're going to be playing most nights at 6K unless Markin and, and a couple other pieces or Mobley, you know, someone gets ruled out here. On the Toronto side, obviously we'll be paying attention to this Gary Trent and OG news. If they're both out, it would open up a lot of minutes in this spot. Um, I think... Right now, these these guys are priced really close to where they should be. Um, is there anything stand out to you for Toronto? Yeah, you, you're right. You know, you look at a guy like Scotty Barnes, you know, he's he's certainly priced up, um, you know, 8K or so um, and a little higher. Um, more have interest in him if Van Vliet's out because he's been playing the point. So, you know, kind of a tournament play for me. Um, Van Vliet, I think, is still a fine play you know, on FanDuel, he's $7,800. So I still, I think still think that's a really good value for, you know, for his upside. So have some interest there. Like you said, kind of need to wait and see what happens with Gary Trent, but, you know, for me, probably Van Vliet, the most interest, and then maybe for tournaments, you know, looking at like Siakam and, and Scotty Barnes, just can, cause they're going to be a little bit lower owned. All right. We got Indiana at Memphis, no total. In this game, we'll have to see both of these teams are on back-to-backs. Um, 
as far as the slate goes, Phoenix is on a back-to-back as well, but you know, the, those are the three teams out of the 10 teams. Um, we'll obviously be paying attention to John Morant. We'll be paying attention to Brogdon um, and Jackson, Jalen Smith. I, I think he was another one that was out Wednesday. So a lot of a, a lot of uh, uh, Duarte. So we'll be paying attention to the injury report when this comes out. What are your thoughts here on the Pacers? Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of news um, yet to kind of to shake through before tomorrow. But, you know, in, in watching the game tonight, obviously Brogdon was out and, you know, Buddy Hyde and, and Hal Burton just had, you know, great games tonight, um, both kind of going against their former teams too. So a little bit of that revenge factor, but you know, certainly interest there. I mean, Buddy Hyde has come down in price a little bit. So, um, you know, he, he shoots a lot. And I think there's always some upside there. Same with Tyrese Halliburton. Um, and again, if some of those guys are out, it makes me even more interested in them. So, um, you know, and then like you said, value, we'll kind of have to wait and see, um, you know, possibly Brissett. I see Anderson got the start tonight, Goga. Some of those guys could be p- potential fill-ins too, um, depending on who's out tomorrow night. Yeah, um, sorry about that yawn. I think depending on who's in, who's out here for the Pacers is going to make a huge difference. Um, You know, if Smith and Jackson don't play, I think Brissett is someone, you know, that could potentially have a big game. So um, in the game, you know, obviously, like I said, the Pacers on a back-to-back and, you know, we saw Bits Days play 29. We saw Brissett play 33. Halliburton and Heald played their big minutes. Um, the bench guy that had the, like, biggest role was Terry Taylor. He played 29 minutes. So yeah. um, we're really just going to be paying attention to the injury news here because Terry Taylor is 3,500. Um, so if a, if a couple of these guys are out again, you know, he obviously is going to be a value play that we're looking at here. So who knows with Brogdon, it, it was rest. Um, so who knows what's going to happen with that whole situation. So on, yeah. Oh, good. I was gonna say, yeah, that's a good point. And like you said, Terry's a good value. And I mean, the Pacers are essentially eliminated from the playoffs and back to back. So it's hard to know for sure what they're going to do, but yeah, Terry could be an interesting value too. The other side, Memphis side, coming off of a big win uh, against Brooklyn. They they played at home against Brooklyn. They're playing at home in this game against the Pacers. So they sh- it shouldn't be too bad for them in this spot. Um, we saw Bain have a really strong game. Uh, Tyus Jones, 16 and 10. He would be a good value play again if we get news that John Morant's not going to play. I... I mean, night before, but I'm going to say John Morant doesn't play in this game. Um, we'll see, but I would be, I'd be shocked to be honest, if he plays in this game. So, uh, Memphis sitting very, very comfortable in the two seed right now. And with Curry out, they're really sitting comfortable in that two seed. So I think John Morant against the Pacers, I think they could beat the Pacers without John Morant. So, I'm going to say Morant sits and we're going to be looking at Bain. We're going to be looking at triple J and most importantly, we're going to be playing value Tyus Jones here. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I was thinking too when I was taking a look at it too. And yeah, you're right. I mean, Tyus Jones would have been, you know, the chalk tonight, but there were so many good value plays. But on on tonight's slate, he's gonna, you know, jaws out, you know, he averages just under a fantasy point per minute with jaw out of the lineup. So he's gonna be great, like you said. Desmond Bain, obviously great too. He's been putting up tons of fantasy points all year long. Um, Triple J and then even Dylan Brooks, who's been shooting a lot and, you know, put up a decent amount of points tonight too. So I think all those guys will be in the conversation and could be some good value. Um, I think that's kind of it on the Memphis side. I don't, yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot of ceiling with Triple J if he's able to stay out of foul trouble. Exactly. You know, the Pacers like to use their size. So, I mean, there's a lot of potential here for even maybe, you know, taking some tournament shots on like a guy like Steven Adams, just because the Pacers do like to play kind of big. So absolutely. Uh, Washington at Milwaukee, 233 and a half total in this game. The Bucks, a 12 point favorite on the Milwaukee side. Middleton is out again. Bembry is out. And on the Washington side, Beal and Kuzma are out. So Washington going into Milwaukee, yeah, they have Porzingis, and he's expected to play in this game, but they are still very shorthanded here. Um, Any interest in the Washington side of this game? Yeah, I think, like you said, Porzingis, you know, he finally got to 32 minutes last game. You know, he's priced up, but he's going to make a good play with with Kuzma out. Um, I think we're have more of the interest are guys like Avia and, and Rui Hachimura, um, some of those value guys um, that I think could be good pieces in there. You know, KCP is more of just a you know large field GPP play for me because he is priced up a little bit and um, he can also put up a dud in there too. So to me, I think getting some of those value pieces on the Wizards along with Porzingis are probably um, good options. Um. Yeah, it's so tough for me to want to play Washington in this game because I don't think it stays particularly close. But I do think like Corey Kaspert at 4,100, he probably plays 30 minutes regardless of the score of this game. So someone like him, um, if the game stays close, I could see Porzingis or Hachimura, you know, having a ceiling type of game. It's just the game staying close worries me the most here on a five-game slate. And then on the Milwaukee side... You know, Giannis obviously has the ceiling to be the highest scoring player on the slate. You know, we'll talk about Jokic. We'll talk about Booker in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's up there. I think Drew is someone that's someone interesting here. We're going to see more shot attempts from Drew with Middleton off the floor. Um, and then, you know, I thought we were going to see more Pat Cunnington. And I don't know if this the game just kind of got out of hand the other night. But I think I worry about the game staying close. If it does, I could see him, you know, being a factor as well. We saw Wesley Matthews play 24 minutes the other night. He's 3,300. He would just be someone you hope would hit a few big shots um, and then maybe kind of fill in the gaps with some assists and rebounds down the process. But Milwaukee's somewhat interesting here. It's still, I don't know, it's kind of tough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, with Middleton out, obviously, you know, Giannis is up there for one of the top spends on the on the slate. You know, his usage rate is 36% with Middleton off the floor. You know, I mean, averaging just an insane 1.75 DK fantasy points per minute and 1.73 
FanDuel points per minute. And then, like you said, Drew is going to be taking a lot more shots as well. Um, you know, his usage rate is 29% with Middleton um, off the floor. Um, so he projects very, very well. Like you said, Connaughton's tough. I think maybe, you know, potential to use him as a value, maybe in DK GPPs. Um, and maybe just throughout Portis. I know he didn't get the start last game um, with Brooke Lopez in, but his price came down. He was 5,600 a couple of games ago. Now he's 5K on FanDuel. Um, so I think for GPPs, he's someone that you could certainly throw in there because he has good stock upside as well. So, um, but yeah, a ton of interest, obviously, in, in Giannis and Middleton or Giannis and uh, Drew Holiday. Chicago at New Orleans. This game has a 228 and a half total. Currently, the Bulls are a one and a half point favorite. On the Chicago side, Lonzo Ball out, DeRozan questionable, Levine probable. And then on the other side, the New Orleans side of this game, Ingram is doubtful. Larry Nance is probable. Um, so we'll start here with Chicago. Obviously, if DeRozan doesn't play, we're looking at Levine. We're looking at Vooch. Um, Caruso, 4,600 on a five-game slate. He's an okay value play, depending on what opens up throughout the day. Um, if DeRozan doesn't play, I could see it being – Patrick Williams, maybe yeah. he, they've been kind of careful with him since he's come back. Um, but he might get like a few extra minutes or a guy like AO could get a few extra minutes. So we'll be watching and paying attention to this um, DeRozan news. Yeah, absolutely. Cause like you said, it does make a big difference. And, and guys like Levine and, and Vucevic are going to project very, very well. Um, Caruso, like you said, still an okay value play, probably more just a last piece value play for me, but still, still fine. Um, Green just really doesn't get, you know, the minutes. I mean, he got there last time just because he, you know, got some stock or got some steals and some blocks in there. But yeah, for me, Levine and, and, and Vucevic, especially if DeRozan's out. And then on the New Orleans side, Ingram, obviously, <sighs> With him being doubtful, we're just going to kind of assume he's out. Uh, Graham, Herb Jones, these guys are, you know, somewhat interesting in this matchup. It will be very interesting to see what happens here with Larry Nance. If he even gets minutes um, in the rotation or not, um, probable means that he's likely going to play but i mean he hasn't played since january 5th i will say when he was playing in january before the knee injury he was playing funny of minutes um so i think paying attention to see if there's a minutes limit that comes out any kind of coaches talk on larry nance as far as just playing in general um because if he plays maybe it hurts hayes maybe it hurts jones um so paying attention to this Larry Nance news, but I think on the DFS side of things, you know, I think Graham at 5,900 is okay. He really hasn't been playing great recently. Um, I think Herb Jones has had a bad night against Charlotte the other night. I think he's in a good spot to kind of bounce back here. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't love the Pelicans. It's just, it's a five game slate. So there's some of these guys that are playable. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, um, 
certainly have interest in McCollum. I mean, he certainly has a high usage rate to almost 33% with, with Ingram off the floor. And then don't um, Jonas Valanciunas has, has been playing really well too. He's, he's priced up again. Um, but he's certainly in the conversation as well. And like you said, not really sure how Jackson Hayes and some of those guys are going to shake out, especially if Nance does play um, and Herb Jones and things like that, but we'll kind of have to wait and see tomorrow what that looks like. And there could be some potential value there um, for some GPPs. All right, we finished it out with Phoenix at Denver. 231 and a half total in this game. The Nuggets, a three and a half point favorite. Phoenix, second end of a back to back. I assume Cam Johnson, Chris Paul will still be out. And then on the Nuggets side, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. remain out. So I think this is the game. I really do. Um, I, I see some potential. In that Pacers-Memphis game, if it can stay close and you see some potential in that Cleveland-Toronto game, but pace of play, offensive teams, I, I see this game being the game. So, I mean, I probably build one lineup instead of three on this slate, and there's a good chance that it has Jokic and Booker, and I'm just kind of closing it with, with a bang here. Uh, what are your thoughts on Phoenix? Yeah, I, I agree, Stevie. I this is this is just a great game. Like both of those plays a ton. I mean, Jokic has just been absolutely, um, just absolutely smashing. Um, it will be kind of interesting to see, like, um, you know, on the on the Nugget side too. You know, it, it sounds like Porter and Jamal Murray are getting close to close to coming back here soon, um, just to see how things look like for the playoffs and stuff. But yeah, love Jokic, love Booker. His price has come down too, where he's under ten k again. So. Um, certainly like that. Um, yeah, probably two of my favorite plays on, on the slate too. On the Denver side, I really don't have a ton of interest outside of Jokic. Um, I, I, I've been trying to figure out what kind of changed for Bones Highlands minutes. And, and like, I, I've been struggling to kind of find out why the minutes have just all of a sudden dropped this dude had like 10 points in the first three minutes he played the other night um but yeah i i don't know um i was looking through game flow and court iq and stuff and i couldn't really figure it out to be honest um i, I don't know um what are your thoughts here on denver yeah for denver <clears throat> like i said obviously Jokic. um I would just throw out there, you know, Will Barton has, has just not played well. He's just been in really poor form, but he's pretty cheap, especially on FanDuel. You know, he's someone you could throw in the conversation and kind of the same with Aaron Gordon too. Um, you know, they can certainly have some upside. So those are a couple of pieces that I think you could look at more for value. Um, but yeah, for me, otherwise pretty, pretty heavy on Jokic um, kind of as one of the top plays on the slate. Chrissy, there's a rule on this podcast. Friends don't let friends play Aaron Gordon. Um, so <laughs> he did have a he did have a solid game the other night against Clippers. He did, he did yeah. And, and he does have at least 13 shot attempts in three of the last four games. So I mean, if there was ever a time to play Aaron Gordon at 5K, maybe this is the spot. It's just so hard to click his name. Um, yes, it is. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's play the morning grind game and then we will get out of here. I'll actually make sure not to forget to publish the podcast here uh, like I did <laughs> yesterday. Oh, no. It would be up at normal time. So uh, favorite play under 5K 
to score 7x. Who's a cheapie that you like to have some upside today? Cheapy under 5K. Let's see. I am going to go with, let's see here. I am going to go. Um, forgot to look at this a little bit beforehand. I'm going to say, I think I got to go Tyus Jones. Yeah, uh, obviously that one's super strong. Um, I'm going to go Pat Cunnington. I really think there's opportunity for him to play more minutes in this game if it stays close, so I'll go Pat Cunnington. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today? Over 8K, I would say bust today. I am going to say – I'm actually going to say Siakam as a bust. All right. I'm going to go CJ McCollum. He could easily burn me in this spot, but this is a really tough matchup. I think he'd have to shoot lights out in this game to really, um, you know, get that number. Um, Favorite six X play. Who do you like today? Favorite six X play. I am going to go. Hope he doesn't get in foul trouble, but I'm going to go triple J. Um, in that game environment and and think that jaw's probably out go triple j yeah i'm with you i think john Morant sits here um already kind of said that as well i i mean i think i have to go devin booker at 9300 i think this is going to be a big game for him he struggled in two matchups this season against denver but no chris paul i'm just going to kind of overlook that i think we're going to see a big game here from devin booker uh, it is a five-game slate, so it's a little tougher, but who is your Let's Get Weird GPP play of the day? Let's Get Weird GPP play. I am going to say... Um, <laughs> just because the Pacers have so many crazy things going on, I'm going to go with Goga in that Pacers game. I like it. Um I like it. I <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was trying to I was trying to figure this out before we got started, and I I I usually like to have hot takes, but I'm struggling to have a hot take today. It's tough, right? <laughs> so I'm just gonna go. Let me go, Brandon Clark. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that, we did, didn't really talk much about him, but actually that's a great play. Yeah, I think he's off the board. I don't think a lot of people will be on him. He's 4,600. I like that game. Probably only plays 22 minutes, but I, he is someone over 25 fantasy points a bunch here recently. So if you get that 30-point game, he could have a really strong uh, DFS day. Absolutely. Uh, Christy, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I don't think so. I think, yeah, I think, like you said, probably my favorite game, just like yours too, Stevie. I'm looking forward to to Booker and Jokic and kind of give us a look of, you know, what playoffs could look like. So, yeah, should be a good little slate for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to load up on that game in the Pacers-Memphis game um, and just kind of go from there. I think that's where my builds are going to start or build because there's a good chance that on a five-game slate, I only play one team. So, yeah. That is going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.